Welcome back, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 22 of The Firebird Nest. I am Dane, one of your honorary hosts for today, along with... Maria Macias. And Gabby Suarez. And in this episode, it'll actually be another movie review. It's based off the movie The Impossible. This movie is available on Netflix. We all very much so highly recommend to watch it, especially if you're going to listen into this episode. Yes, there will be plenty of spoilers. That's what we do here in our movie reviews. <laughs> and before we get started, this movie is based on a true story, which for some reason just makes the every movie that much better. Yeah. So this movie highlights the survival of a family in Southeast Asia, Thailand to be a little more specific when a massive earthquake followed by a tsunami hits land. It's a nice, beautiful family of five. Mom gets split up with the eldest of her children. There's mm -hmm. three children in total. It's three sons, and mom sticks with the oldest one, and then the dad sticks with the younger two. Yes. So originally, we're just going to get a quick recap. Massive tsunami hits. The <laughs> tsunami scene, insane. I'll never forget it. Super cool. Yes. Actually, first wave of the tsunami hits, because it was two. All right, sure. <laughs> uh, so, first wave, everyone gets split up. Mom is with her eldest son, 12 years old. We actually, it doesn't even specify where the rest of the family is. We find out later in the movie. Yeah, you, you first just follow along with the mom and the kids, and they were all outside when the tsunami hit. Yes, I, before, I want to talk about the initial wave of the tsunami when it hits. They're in their little hotel resort, they're mm -hmm. on vacation. Listen, that scene, I've never experienced a tsunami. I don't think you guys have either. <laughs> no. There's no tsunamis <laughs> here in Florida. Yeah. And I didn't know how severe a tsunami can... It just destroys everything. Not just that, how... Um like, random it is. Like, they yeah, weren't expecting They were just on the resort Like, outside. they have the, the little siren for the tsunami. But, I mean, by the time you hear it, that's it. The tsunami hit already, <laughs> I mean, basically. And everything, I always think of it as, like, bro, like, just float away. Like, when I was, <laughs> obviously, too. when I was I younger you and ignorant. just stay on like, top of the wave. Just float away. No, it's not like, there's all this debris. Uh, there's a scene, there's a part where a plank of wood, like, slices yeah, her thigh. Yeah, they're in the, the middle of the wave. Yeah, they're, they're in the middle of a wave, and the mom is with the oldest kid, and she's, like, swimming to him, and she gets struck by um, debris, which is, like, a, the debris that struck her, her leg was just a tree branch, and it split open her thigh. Yes, and the, the current is so strong, you really, you cannot, yeah. I mean, it's survival of the fittest, and it, especially the, after, the aftermath of the entire tsunami, it's just, it's just insane. My question to you guys is, in that situation where it's life or death, what are you thinking? Or you know what? The entire time, the mother and the oldest son, they're looking. Well, they're obviously looking for like help and all that stuff. But there's they're a part. Yeah, they're looking for your family, obviously. And uh, what would, would you have considered like that they're alive or dead? Because Lucas, the 12 year old son, he was telling his mom, no, they're dead. Like, forget about them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's us now. And, and they're really not. We know that. But they don't know but that. They don't know that. So at course. what point would you just give up and throw your hands up? I don't think I'd I'd give up like that easily. I mean, that's your family. That's that's all you know. Those little kids, like those poor kids. I don't think. I mean, and this is like looking from a point of view of, of what I would imagine the mother was thinking. I don't think you would let your family behind like that. Not like that. I wouldn't give up at least, even though I'm not like the mother of three children. I I wouldn't <laughs> give up on my family. Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like both the mom and dad, when you see their separate um, like POVs, like the point of views in the movie, you see that they both have the exact same mentality. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to get back to my family. Mm -hmm. And then the little kids, 
both the younger two and the eldest, they're like, that's it. Like, you need to give up. Like, we need to focus on ourselves right now. Like, we need to survive. And then the parents are the ones that are looking for each other. And it's so, it's so crazy to see how, like, they were thinking the exact same thing in opposite places. Yeah, I wouldn't give up either. Yeah. But the frustration comes in is when the, the father and the two youngest, they're still at the hotel resort looking for their mm-hmm. mother and their oldest kid, Lucas. And they're in the hospital miles down the road, and they're both looking for each other in the wrong places. That's where I was like, it's I such hated, a tough situation. This is, this is one of the last scenes, but I hated the scene where it was Lucas going around, running through the hospital because he saw his dad. Mm-hmm. He knew it. He was like, I saw my dad. Like, I know it. And the dad was leaving the hospital. He went to the exact same hospital, mm-hmm. didn't find his wife, looked everywhere, asked around for her name, everything. And they just wouldn't find each other. Like, it was so frustrating as a viewer to see like they're so close yet so far away yeah, like, but, it was, it was crazy. but given imagine crazy. imagine being in that situation your adrenaline's running you're freaking out your, mm-hmm. your mom is holding on i, to I life. can't imagine knowing that i was in the same hospital as her and i didn't see her like i didn't actually find her yes so this is within the entire movie what scene to you guys was the most memorable like what scenes really sticks to your brain i have i have two i'll start you know let me start. I'll <laughs> answer ahead, my own go question. Go ahead. The tsunami, the initial tsunami scene. I knew you were going to say yeah, that. Yeah, that. It's just, it's one of those things you have to see and experience to understand. I I mean, given, obviously, I'm still not going to understand what they went through. But that really opened my eyes. I was so ignorant to this uh, natural disaster before. And also, my weak spot, I'm not going to lie, is like the reuniting of families. So at the end, <laughs> when they when they all just reunite and the hugs that you just give each other, it's so sincere and so emotional. And it's it's the same situation as like when you have like a close relative go off in, on tour with the military or the army and they come back years later and they finally get you, to you see. Finally get it's, to see I got physically. that same that same feeling. So that scene at yeah. the end, they they really did a good job there. I really liked it. I think definitely my favorite scene, or not my favorite, but like the most memorable to me was in the hospital when he was looking at his mom and she's basically dead. She's like dying. And he's like, like, no, like, mom, you can't die. Like, it was so tough to see. Cause like for me, like my mom is my best friend and like to see him like having his mom in the hospital, like that scene's never going to like forget. Like, I'm never going to forget that scene. There's no way. Yeah, In his mind, that's all he has left. Yeah, because in, in his mind, it, mind you, the mom and the dad, they, they had it in their hearts that the other part of the family was there. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to find them. But the kids, Lucas was like, no, like, my mom, like my parents are dead because my mom's about to die. My dad is totally dead already. My siblings are dead, and mom's all I have left. So for her to be, like, on her practical, like, deathbed for him and seeing that scene, they I feel like they really played it out so well for viewers. So I'd say one of the most memorable scenes for me was when they rescue the little kid, like the mom and Lucas, they're out and like the first wave of tsunami hits mm-hmm. and they have to rescue the little kid. And, you know, that leads me to the next question. What would you guys do in that situation? I don't know what I would do. I feel like I would try to save him, but if I can't, you know, I can't. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy because when that scene happens right after, like the other wave hits of like yeah. from the tsunami and I feel like if... if the timing was off they'd all be dead you know what i'm saying i feel like she she risked a lot which i do get because in the movie she says that she's like how would i feel if like that was your little brother there and nobody saved him you know so i Mm -hmm. i try to put myself in the shoes of a mom and i would 
But in this, like, like me, like actual Maria, I wouldn't save the kid. Maria right now. I'm sorry, y'all. I wouldn't say, I need to save my son and myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if, I guess, like, if I was thinking and I was really in her shoes, I feel like as a mom, I I would save him. But at that point, I feel like I'd be, like, instinct is, like, to leave. Not to save the kid. All right, Gabby, that's... that's I can't imagine that, like, being on my conscience. Did I say my consciousness or whatever? Yeah. I just can't have that weighing on me that i didn't try to save a little kid from a tsunami from like dying that's i can't <laughs> I, I personally can't do that you know gabby that's a really good question because <laughs> hey man like you gotta you gotta live right exactly you're throwing a whole other human on top of you her leg was already broken yeah but at this point the son had kind of taken over with the survival part i know i'm i'm proud of my boy lucas you know <laughs> he really put his his man points in there but at the same time towards the end of the movie when everyone like reunites lucas goes to his mother and he's like oh i look who i saw and it's the little kid and he survived and he reunited with his dad and that's a that's a wholesome feeling Mm -hmm. but that's after that's if that's if they would have all survived, if, if they, they would have all survived. died, then um, it's a you know, tough situation. I mean, think about it. Like you're 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 in five feet of water. You got your mom. Five you can't, feet. It was like well, deeper that, than that. At that point, they were walking. So. Yeah, they were. Yeah, <laughs> it was still a lot of water, but yeah. they got that much stuff, that, and now they have this kid who really can't fight for himself because he's too young to understand. No, the kid. If you guys haven't watched the movie yet, the kid was. At most three years old, maybe yeah. like two. Like I understand the the motherly love, like bro. Mm-hmm. Like what if that's that's my like, own kid? Yeah, I get it, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Gabby's the only wholesome person out of us three. <laughs> I don't even know how. I would I would try, and like I would I would think it through. I'd be like, okay, do I really think that I can go and save him, or is it really gonna cost me my life? And if I do think it'll cost me my life, I have to put myself over the kid. And you know, th- and my son, of course. This really goes to show you how strong of a bond family really has. Like mm-hmm. even, like I understand there's times where you, your parents will piss you off, your mom will piss you off, your guardian will piss you off. <laughs> but they love you. Like at, at the end of the day, like that that bond is really something that you can't that you can't compare. And I'm going back to that scene at the end when they all reunite. It's you. You don't. You don't realize how much you need someone until they're gone. A hundred percent. Agreed. Yeah. And going into another really hard moment in the movie that the parents had to make. This is actually the dad's side now, and like in his, in his point of view, there was a scene where he's looking for the mom, and they're still in the resort. Most of the point of view of the dad is them still in the resort. Um, I don't know how... You, it doesn't show you how they end up still in the resort, but when it goes back to the dad's point of view, it's them there, and he's with the little two boys, and he looks every single moment of the day for his wife and his son. Mm-hmm. Every single moment of the day. And it comes to a point where they're evacuating, they're evacuating every single person from the resort. And the dad is like, I can't leave. Like, what if my wife's body's here? What if my wife is somewhere around here? You know, he didn't know that the wife was actually in the hospital, like where he, they were gonna take yeah, him. Even if she was, even if she was like that, he just wanted some sort of closure. Yeah, he just wanted to to look for her. You know, he he wasn't gonna give up. Basically, same thing with the mom. So there's a scene. Um, he has to end up leaving his kids alone with strangers, and he goes off on like a little tour of hospitals, 
And that's where he, he ends up fighting the wife, of course. But in that tour of hospital, he leaves his kids alone to go to some sort of, like, refuge, like, mountain, where, like, if another tsunami hit at that point, they wouldn't get caught. Mm-hmm. It was just the kids alone. He left them with strangers. Would you guys have done that, too? Yes. You would have done that? I, I yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would have rather them be in a safe camp, whatever it's called, refuge, yeah. with strangers than... You know, putting them in danger again. I would have done that. Of course, I, I agree. His situation is definitely tough because he does have to sort of bend the truth in that situation. He has to lie to his kids in some sort of way, tr- just trying to make everything seem okay in their minds to avoid panic. And um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of, I mean, maybe not, but I'm sure a lot of parents or adults have been put in that situation where they don't want to, they don't want to cause chaos and they don't want to freak them out. They don't want to just burst their yeah, kids. Yeah, kind of bubble. they're giving you a white lie. Yeah, yeah sort to- of. So he's he told his kids like everything's okay, you'll be fine, just hop on the mountain, like we'll see you later. In reality, no- he has no <laughs> clue how he's gonna get it's, back into it's the mountain. A, and it's back a hit or kids. miss. It's yeah. trial and error. Mm-hmm. And it worked out at the end, but that is a really tough situation to lie in some sort of way to your kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would have done. You would you said you would have sent them on the refuge. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Well, first of all, I wouldn't have split me and my kids up. I would have gone with them because at the end of the day, if I die, they're not gonna have anyone else. I understand that I'm looking for my wife, and I understand that I'm looking for everybody else. But I also have to keep in mind it's not 100 percent that she's gonna be wherever I look for her, mm-hmm. and I don't want to keep my kids somewhere, and then I end up dying as well. Where are they gonna have left? You yeah, know, uh, and this, it's, it's really tough. And yeah, especially in these situations where everything is, I have to find this, I have to find this person, I have to find that. Mm-hmm. Especially even Lucas when he's in the hospital with his mom, he's he wanted to help in any sort of way. So mm-hmm. my boy Lucas was literally just helping <laughs> other patients while his mom is yes. just waiting. She he, was, she was. I think they took her in for some sort of surgery. Yes, and she told him she was like, Lucas, you go help because she was actually a nurse mm-hmm. back home. And she's a doctor. She's a doctor. She's a doctor yeah. back home. And she's like, you have to help. You have to help some way or another. And some kid comes up. Not some kid. Some grown man comes up to Lucas. And he's like, hey, like, have you seen this person? Whatever. Lucas writes it down. Goes across the whole hospital looking for the kid. Looking for the family members. And then he starts doing it for everybody. And he actually was able to connect a few families that were all in the same hospital. Just couldn't find each other. Yes. And, and this entire situation is actually... And there's a huge language barrier. We, mm-hmm. I never pointed it out. There's a huge language yeah. barrier. They actually, when Lucas and his mother, they finally get rescued by, um, what do you call people that live? Indigenous. In the, they were like some of the indigenous people in yeah, the community. That, that live there. And mm-hmm. they're trying to communicate, but it's just, it's not like English and Spanish. It's not English. Um, well, I almost said Brazilian. Portuguese. It's not the <laughs> simple language like that. It's a whole... I mean, you're talking about a language barrier from Thailand to... I, I'm pretty sure the family was European. I don't think they were American. Um, but it's it's completely yes. different. It's not like Spanish to Italian, Spanish to French. Yeah, that's like. the frustrating part, especially for Luke. Mm-hmm. He's trying to help. He's trying to walk around. Uh, he's not walking. What am I saying? He's running around this hospital helping everyone. And of course, in the hospital, there was even more different languages because everybody in the hospital they're was a tourist. tourists. Yeah, they're yeah. all tourists. Like you don't know where anybody's from. from. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And that and his situation and he still went out of his way 
just to help to make his mom proud honestly i feel like that was a big a big part yeah. of him helping out knowing that his mom wanted that for him so mm-hmm. he was like i'm gonna go do it like my mom is is out here doing something else i'm gonna go help however i can it shows how much love he has for her man when i was watching that the hospital the all those hospital scenes were so frustrating it's mm. between the all the, the chaos they couldn't see each other and they were right there. All the ki- yeah, first and of all, including all the, the little babies, because in the in the in the thing, once the dad like g- gives into the camp, they end up taking those kids from that camp. Yes, they take they take the kids, and the reason why they found the dad at the hospital was because I don't know why they were like driving through the pit stop. They made a pit stop at the hospital, and the one of the the younger one had to go pee. Yes, and the bus missed them. Yes. The bus left, and the little kid was peeing, turns around, his dad is there, Lucas is looking at the dad, so he's like, yo, and then the dad was leaving, the dad was literally in the truck, ready to leave. It was crazy. Yeah, and they saw the ball that was at the resort, the same ball Mm -hmm. that they were playing with at the resort, landed at the hospital. That was the last hospital he was going to check. Mm-hmm. But that the hospital scenes were so frustrating. It's just because, obviously, we're, we're viewers, we see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in their situation. And I mean, it, it happened, so it happened in real miss. life. Yes, all the, the chaos in the, in the hospital, everyone has the same goal. They want to find their family, they want to survive, mm-hmm. and they want to get out of there. Of course, this is based on one family, but every single person from the tsunami was the doing same the same thing. thing. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, and this tsunami, uh, based on a true story, so this tsunami actually hit Thailand in 2004. Um, really intense. Was, There's was over 250,000 people that I mean, yeah, thousands it, of it more injured. It was it was really traumatic. Definitely a, a movie I recommend watching if you're like me. Nah, <laughs> I was so <laughs> ignorant to the, the whole tsunami. Just I was just like run away from the waves or float away. I thought it was like I don't know why. It's not that please simple. Please don't judge me, but I thought it was kind of like a hurricane, but like more water. Like that's what I <laughs> felt from a tsunami. Like I was like, oh, like it's a kind of like a hurricane. It's just like a wave. <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of what like hello like we're in miami tsunamis don't really happen here we don't have any tectonic plates to have earthquakes either so like my my knowledge which of course i'm from venezuela there's earthquakes all the times but i don't remember that i don't remember being in an earthquake in my life me personally i've never experienced an earthquake I i don't even know how what happens in an earthquake i know everything shakes and stuff falls and the just the tsunami, I mean, it's really intense. Dude. You can't fight those tsunami currents, man. So I really recommend watching this movie. The Impossible It is on Netflix. I watched it when I was really little. So kids can watch this too. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's, P- it's PG-13. There's a few... The worst scenes are really just hospital scenes. Because you see the mom like lying yeah, there. Yeah, and I mean, even when she, her leg gets cut open, that is pretty graphic. Yeah, there's, there's a few like gruesome scenes for kids. Okay, so uh, that wraps up our episode on our movie review on The Impossible. Great movie. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Maria, for coming out tonight. Thank you, guys, for listening. Make sure to check out Dural Academy Prep's social media, Dural Academy Preparatory for the Instagram, and Dural Academy for our TikTok. We also have our blog, thefbdigital.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and we hope to catch you next week on The Nest.